more self-love towards yourself and your health. This is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, my ladies. What is going on? Happy Thursday. If you're listening to this, when this podcast gets released, it is Thursday. I hope you're having an incredible week. Today we are diving into principle eating principle. <laughs> Let me try that again. Intuitive eating principle number five and six. I just want to recap um, the previous episodes um, to make sure that you're you're kind of following along because, like I mentioned, they kind of build upon each other. So. Episode number 38 was everything that you need to know about intuitive eating and I share some tips for you if you've just started out with intuitive eating or you're wanting to start intuitive eating but maybe you're scared. I would go ahead and listen to that episode number 38. Number 39 was all about principle number one and two of intuitive eating, ditching the dieting mentality and honoring your fullness Episode number 40 was all about making peace with food and challenging the food police. And here we are, episode 41, discussing all about honoring your fullness and discovering the satisfaction factor. So principle number five is all about feeling your fullness. So like we talked about in the previous episode about honoring your hunger, you might not really know when you're actually full. Maybe you're so used to overeating and it's hard to know that sweet spot where you feel comfortably full and satisfied without needing to unbutton your pants, right? I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like to not be super full right? For some reason, fullness almost feels like this sense of safety, right? And I know a lot of people that can't just eat a meal without feeling the need to be overly full, right? Maybe you feel that way too, right? This can often happen when you were a child and maybe you were told that you needed to eat everything on your plate because, you know, they're starving kids who don't have any food, Personally, that wasn't the case for me, but that might be for some people. It's very, very common. And something to remember with your fullness is that you don't need to reach the same level of fullness all the time, right? Most likely, how full you feel is going to change from day to day, depending on even the seasons, what your day looks like, what foods you're eating, what food combinations you're eating, right? 
in the summer, you know, right now it's it's super hot outside. You might opt for more like fresh fruit or even more salad. Sometimes maybe uh, maybe like smaller meals more frequently throughout the day. Maybe you find yourself like just kind of snacking a little bit more throughout the day. Um, let's say you're kind of out and about and don't really have much desire or much time to like cook these big heavy meals. Um, that might be a case. Um, or if you're at the beach, maybe you're, you know, not going to be eating this big, heavy pasta spaghetti <laughs> meal, right? As you would maybe if you were at home or perhaps in a different season. Um, another thing too is before a workout, right? Personally, for me, I like to eat before a workout. So I make sure that I have something small or whatever before I work out. Um, I used to work out fasted for many, many years back in the day. And I was like starving the entire time that I was doing my workout and I felt so fatigued. And since I honor my body and I listen to my body, I know that I feel so much more better and I have so much more energy if I eat before a workout. So with that being said, I'm probably not going to have the biggest meal right before a workout, right? Because working out on a full stomach is just a shit show, right? (laughs) So I might have a smaller meal and then post-workout have another meal. It really just depends on how close or how far my workout is from when I just finished eating. Uh, But this goes to show you that you can experience different levels of fullness at different times of the day, right? Maybe you're somebody who really likes larger meals for dinner, right? You like feeling fuller in the evening. Maybe you don't like going to bed hungry, right? Like that's a big no-no for me, right? I spend way too many years of my life going to bed hungry that now it's just not, no, that's not going to happen, right? And sometimes after your dinner, maybe you will get hungry and you will have a snack or a smaller meal, or sometimes you may, might have just had a really delicious, satisfying dinner and you're full and you don't need another snack, right? There's so many factors that play into your fullness, not only how much you eat, but how satisfied you are. Like I mentioned, the different types of food that you've just eaten are also going to play an impact on your fullness. More healthy, like healthy fats, think like nuts and oils and avocado or eggs, those healthy fats typically make people feel more satisfied and fuller for a longer period of time than let's just say eating a salad, right? If you were to have a salad and add your oils and your like nuts and seeds and avocados, like you're going to feel fuller longer than just eating plain spinach. I don't even know who would eat plain spinach by itself, but Anyways, that you guys understand the point, right? So a really good way to check in with your fullness, because like I said, right now you might not really know what your fullness point is. Maybe you just go straight to being overly full all the time. A really good way is to slow down your eating, right? So often we feel like it's a race to like hurry up and finish the meal in five minutes. It's so funny. My mom always jokes all the time. She's like, it takes like, you know, hours to prepare a meal and then like three minutes to just chug it down, right? But when you slow down 
you can start checking in and asking yourself how you feel throughout the meal. So you don't wait until you've reached that point of holy shit, I'm extremely full to realize that you can do many check-ins throughout your meal to really just gauge and see how you're feeling in terms of your fullness. Because maybe you weren't too hungry to begin with before you started your meal. So maybe halfway, it might be halfway and you're actually full, right? You're like, I'm actually, I'm actually doing pretty good. Like I don't need to eat the rest of my food. But if you don't actually pause and check in, it's so easy to dismiss those cues, right? Because the food is so good and it's just easy to just finish what's on your plate, right? Um, But no matter how much you enjoy the food, okay? (laughs) Slow down. And this is uh, something that I heard was if there is food in your mouth, there's no food on your fork. And don't think of that as a rule, okay? But it just reminds you that like so often we're finishing, we haven't even finished the food in our mouth yet and our fork is already, you know, into the next piece and already to get into your mouth already. So if there's food on your ma- in your mouth, there's no food on your fork. And again, not a rule, but that's just a reminder to chew your food, to be slow and to put your utensils down, You know, like put your utensils down and enjoy the mood and enjoy the food. Well, I guess it's a mood as well, too, if you're enjoying your food, but enjoy your food. And you're going to feel so much more satisfied when you take time to engage your senses. Like, what does this food smell like? What does it actually taste like? Because then you can start seeing and noticing what foods you like because of what reason. Maybe you really like, I don't know, chili because it's hot or it's spicy. Or maybe you really like um, cashews because of the texture or whatever the case may be, right? You can really start getting in tune with your body. Now, another thing that you can do to check in with your fullness is to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, right? So, Let's say one is you're like irritable, you're ravenous, you're like starving. And then a 10 is you're really, really full to the point where it's painful. So you can see how you're doing on that scale of one to 10 throughout your meal, even before, right? Check in before, before you're about to eat something, check in. Okay. Am I like starving? Am I just a little bit hungry or am I just eating because it sounds good, right? And then after you finish, like try, again, this isn't a rule, but try to aim about being at a seven on the fullness scale so that you feel full, but you're also comfortable, right? You're content and you're satisfied. You don't feel like you need to unbutton your pants, but you do feel full, okay? And there is no wrong way to do this We don't want to get number obsessed and get frustrated if you ate until you were a nine or even a 10, but just having that awareness to really check in with yourself is going to allow you to get just one step closer in honoring your fullness. Okay, so let's move on to principle number six, which is discovering the satisfaction factor. So this is really one of my favorites, and I didn't 
understand how important this really was until I made sure that all of my meals were really satisfying. So there's a lot that goes into feeling satisfied with food, right? How many times you have, how many times have you eaten a meal and right after you had a craving or you wanted more? Oftentimes you aren't actually hungry, but you're wanting something more because you're not satisfied. You might feel full, but you're not satisfied and there's a difference. You want to be able to check off both boxes. You want to be full, check mark, and you want to be satisfied, check mark. And I hear so many times from women saying that they need something sweet after their meals, right? Like I just need a little piece of chocolate or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it happens 90% of the time because you're not actually enjoying your meal and it doesn't give you, your meal hasn't given you the same level of satisfaction as let's say a piece of chocolate or something sweet that you really enjoy. And your meals, you guys, your meals don't have to be boring. Healthy meals do not need to be boring because let's face it, nobody likes plain chicken and plain broccoli for breakfast, snack, lunch, and dinner. Even if you say you do, you're lying. Okay, maybe not, but (laughs) I used to eat like this every single day and I claimed that I enjoyed it and I did to a certain extent, but it was a false sense of enjoyment because I was really just eating it because it was healthy and blah, blah, blah. I wanted to achieve my goals and don't get me wrong. Like now I still enjoy plain chicken and plain broccoli, but I have other things with it and I don't eat that for nine meals a day. You know what I'm saying? So it's not until you're going, until you start finding satisfaction with your meals and adding different seasonings, adding different spices, experimenting with different foods, different food combinations where you're not going to feel the need to keep eating or keep scrounging around for more food after your meal. So the first thing you're going to want to do to make sure that you're enjoying your meals, like I said, for honoring your fullness is to really slow down your eating. Um, I know it's like just so easy to kind of put eating on the back burner when you've had a busy day, but blocking off maybe even just, you know, 10 minutes or like 30 minutes to get pleasure out of your meal is going to be really, really important. And it's not healthy to be feeling stressed when you're eating, right? Another thing is to actually sit down. Sit down when you're eating your meals, right? I remember when I was coming home from work and I'd be so hungry and I would go to the fridge, I would go to the cabinets and munch on whatever I can find and I would not only be eating a, a, a mile a minute, But I was standing up and it felt like there was no way that I could stop, right? Like I was full, so full, but I felt like I needed to keep going because I actually wasn't satisfied. So if you take the time to slow down, to smell the food, to taste the food, sit down, make sure your environment is also pleasurable. I don't know about you, but if I'm eating in a place where like there's papers all over the place or like it's just 
not a nice environment, like I can't relax. You know, I can't relax and I can't enjoy my food. So make sure that your environment is also like clean and you f- you feel good in the place that you're eating. Now, another struggle that I hear from women is nighttime eating. I know so many women struggle with nighttime eating and this often is because, you know, you're trying to eat healthy all day and then at the end of the day, your cravings kick in and you revert to junk. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with nighttime eating. The, the reason why people want to stop their nighttime eating is because, number one, their food choices, right? Not many people crave broccoli at 9 p.m., right? Usually after dinner, it's like, let me pull out the munchies. Let me just say screw it to my diet. And oftentimes it's the all or nothing mentality. So you don't just eat one or two chips. You eat the entire bag of chips and then you feel like crap. And that's why you have this negative association with nighttime eating. But something that's really important is to start to learn what foods satisfy you, right? Like I love a sweet and salty combination. So for me, a toast with almond butter and banana and then another toast with like butter, avocado, eggs is something that's really satisfying for me. Like I feel really good after eating it because number one, I enjoy it. Number two, it's filling. And number three, it's just a bomb ass combo. (laughs) Another meal that is really satisfying for me is my oatmeal. I love cooking steel cut oats in almond milk. And then I just add a dash of pink salt. Um, After it's cooked, I'll add like just like one or two tablespoons of protein. Um, I use the brand Clean Basics with an X. This is actually Andrew and I's own brand. It's vegan. Um, I love the chocolate. If you want to order it, um, you can go to cleanbasicswithanx.com um, and you can use a discount code just for my listeners, um, all cap locks, basics 20 uh, for 20% off. And like I said, basics is with an X. Um, so that is cleanbasics.com and the discount code is basics 20. I'll leave the the link in the show notes as well. Um, But mixing up some protein with my oatmeal and my almond milk and then adding in some like nut butter. I love almond butter and then some blueberries. It's just, it's so delicious. It's so satisfying. Something else that I've been really enjoying um, as well too. I feel like all of my meals are like pretty similar. Like it's, I love the nut butters. I love fruits. I love oats, but, um, I also have been really enjoying, um, just oats, um, oats in, in almond milk. So not cooking the oats, um, but just oats in almond milk, like just like the quick oats, um, with a little bit of protein and then mix that all together and then add like frozen. The other day I added like frozen pomegranates and then I had some blueberries in there and it's just a really good snack. I add the chocolate protein in there and it's like this chocolate oats and fruit mixture. Like it's like almost like cereal, but I don't know. It's really satisfying for me. So of course you need to find what foods satisfy you, but don't be afraid to have these weird combinations. I think I have an entire episode on 
that regarding like weird food combinations. I'll have to double check um, which episode that was. Uh, maybe I'll leave it in the, the show notes for you. Um, oh, it's episode number six, I believe. Yeah, episode number six, uh, the two things that tremendously helped improve my relationship with food. I'm pretty sure I talk about this in in there, but get weird with your food combinations. You know, like I think so many of us have like this vision of what a meal is supposed to look like. And for many of us, that's, you know, like protein and vegetables and like really minimal carbs, you know, um, maybe you have a different vision of what a healthy meal is supposed to look like but a healthy meal is something that keeps you full that nourishes you and that is satisfying for you that is so 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 important and you might find that you like really hot foods or you like eating your foods cold or you like crunchy foods or you like savory foods or spicy foods and when you really get to know yourself and you honor that, you are going to no longer feel the need to go up for seconds and thirds and binge and and continuously eating because you're satisfied, okay? So that is going to wrap up this episode on honoring your hunger and dis- discovering the satisfaction factor. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or wh- whenever you are listening to this episode. I will catch you in the next one where we're going to be chatting about principle number seven, coping with your emotions without turning to food, and number eight, which is respecting your body. And don't forget to check out my new course, which I'm so excited about. It is the Food Freedom and Body Love Journey. This is a self-paced six-week course where you're going to learn all the fundamental tools to improve your relationship with food and love your body again. So you can always check that out in the show notes or you can go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL, which stands for food freedom and body love. So again, sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL and take a look at that new six-week self-paced course. I'm so excited for you to dive in and I hope you're just as excited as I am to learn these tools that are so transformative in your journey to finding food freedom. So that is all for today. Be sure to check out the show notes for all of the details, all of the links, and I will catch you in the next episode.